0: the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert.
1: Hey guys, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to session 229 of the MLM Success Podcast. We've got a special, special session for you this week got a special guests uh, who just released a new book called Simplified S- Simplified Success: Five Keys to an Amazing Life. Uh, I was honored to be asked to read the forward to this or to write the forward to this book. so I'm just going to share that with you before we introduce the guest. Uh, here's the forward. I have a little sister, one sister for that matter. She is incredibly special, and if I could search the world and find a perfect husband for her, he would be someone that would love her, cherish her, respect her, someone who would treat all members of our family like his own. Looking back over the last 30-plus years since Mark Lefford married my sister, Christy, he he would not only become the perfect mate for her, but someone who I would grow to love like a brother. He would become someone who I could laugh and cry with and have countless stimulating, thought-provoking conversations. He is someone who has prayed with me and for me many times more than I can count. Frankly, it's hard for me to even imagine our family without Mark. If you know Mark Lefford, you like him. It seems wherever we go, Mark is continually running into and talking to people he knows. He's the kind of guy who never meets a stranger. He shows no favoritism and treats everyone with the same respect, kindness, and openness. Those who know Mark on a deeper level know what a man of impeccable character he is, that he is the greatest friend you could ever have, and you all have incredible respect for his business acronym. You love him for who he is as a... Christian husband, dad, father, and human being. I generally, uh, I operate a personal development seminar company. I give a speech called Balanced Living, and every time I have the opportunity to provide this presentation to an organization, the person I think about who exemplifies this concept of balanced living is Mark. Simplified success is a masterful work, that could have only been written by Mark Letford. Mark doesn't just talk the talk. For over 30 years, I've witnessed him live and breathe the concepts he writes about in this book. Simplified success is the perfect gift for the graduating senior in your life. For that matter, it should be part of the curriculum and required learning before a student is eligible to graduate. The sound advice Mark offers in this book is something from which every young person can benefit. If you read the book and give a copy then give a copy to someone else, you would do your part in making the world a better place. If you are in a midlife or an honored senior citizen, simplify success will speak to you as well. Sometimes the path to success is so straight and so clear we see right through them. Mark gives you the roadmap in this book. My hope is that you will internalize the concepts and implement them in your life. Knowing without action leads to self delusion. Enjoy simplified success. Apply the principles in your life and share them with others. And with that, it's a pleasure to introduce you guys this week to my brother-in-law and a wonderful, wonderful human being and a fantastic author. Uh, Let's listen to the conversation that Mark and I recently had. Guys, I'd like to welcome you to session 229 of the MLM Success Podcast. Uh, Our very special guest today is Mark Lefford, and we're going to talk about his new book, that's called Simplified Success, Five Keys to an Amazing Life. Uh, if you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know that there are a lot of people that talk the talk, but unfortunately, very few that really walk the walk. And I've known Mark for over 30 years, and I can tell you that Mark walks the walk uh, and that are outlined the five important concepts that he talks about in this book. Uh, before we even get into this, this series, this podcast, this interview, I want you guys to understand that I personally think this is a perfect gift for someone that's graduating high school or college or for a young married couple. Uh, these principles in this book, if they are implemented, really will lead to an amazing life and I'm very glad to have him. The book is available at markledfordbooks.com. That's the only place you can get it right now, markledfordbooks.com. But with that, uh, Mark, I'd just like to welcome you to the session.
2: Yeah, thank you, Dale. Appreciate it. And uh, thanks for asking me on. Uh,
1: okay. I want to I wanna go back because I think it's important for people to understand who is this person? Why should I be listening to them? Sure. And... Uh, So we'll start. I know you were a uh, star high school athlete and went to Moorhead in Kentucky on a football scholarship and probably set every receiving record that was ever at Moorhead. I mean, I saw a video which was just, like, amazing, that one game that you had where it's like, you, your hands were a magnet or something. Well, that, that was probably my best game, too. So. <laughs> it was unbelievable. But so you went to Moorhead, you graduated. You're originally from Mount Sterling, Kentucky. Uh, then where did you end up after graduation?
2: Well, Dale graduated from Moorhead State in 84, as you as you mentioned there, and had no idea what I wanted to do. I, I really had a choice to go into either coaching and teaching uh, since I, I did love the game of football and, or I had the chance, uh, the choice to go into, um, uh, business. My dad was a businessman and, and, and is retired now, uh, living the life of leisure down in Florida in the wintertime. So one of these days I'd like to do that, but, um, but he was in business. So he and I had a conversation, uh, after I was getting ready to graduate after I had already decided to go into business. And he said, son, what are you going to do? And I said, well, dad, I guess I'm going to go help you in, in, in the typewriter business. He said, son, the typewriter business is going downhill. It's, it's going out because they're bringing in something called the word processor. And he dealt with IBM. Um, and of course, your dad being IBMer there. And, uh, but uh, anyway, that was kind of the uh, decision to I needed to start looking for something else. And that was about the extent of our conversation. Uh, But it was uh, enough to get me on the track of uh, pursuing something that I really enjoyed. And that was finance. And um, just happened to uh, uh, be talking to somebody in uh, that spring. She said her mother worked at the bank. I just kind of kept it in the back of my mind. I was getting frustrated. I couldn't find a job, but Came in as a teller uh, with uh, with the bank, little community bank. 1984 started out uh, kind of as a management trainee, but teller line is where everybody starts. Um, and uh, thought I was gonna, I told, I told myself, you know, as you come out of college, you think you're big stuff, you know. You come out, I was thinking, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to work for anybody less than eighteen thousand dollars. And he he offered me twelve thousand dollars, and I about jerked his arm off. So. I took it. <laughs> that's right. So yeah. that's where it started, and uh, and Dale really, you know, as you know, I'm with the same bank 37 years later. So uh, yeah, it's been a been a good been a, a good place for me to be.
1: Yeah, and I've watched you, you know, work up to you know loan officer and eventually president of the bank. You know, and you know the the career path has been unbelievable, and it's been you know very successful for you. So why write a book? I mean, how did all that start? Yeah, you know, you know,
2: I've always had a heart for young people. Um, It it, it probably started, uh, you know, I I got the idea. Well, I've always had a heart for young people. I've been a, a coach, football coach. I did coach for eight years while I was working at the bank. So they gave me a chance to work with young folks. Um, uh, Christy and I taught Sunday school, uh, that gave us another chance to, to work with young people, uh, in the banking business. I would, I would see young people, uh, when I became a loan officer, I would see young people kind of biting off more than they could chew or on the, on the loan side, maybe taking on too much debt. Um, even though they cash flowed, um, you know, probably pushing it just a little too far. Uh, I was seeing people create, uh, just huge amounts of fees on overdraft fees and not balancing their checkbooks and, and that type of thing. And I thought, gosh, you know, this is simple stuff. Uh, But people just aren't, uh, aren't taught this stuff in school. They're not taught this stuff at home and they're learning, they're having to learn the hard way and the hard way means cost them a lot of money. So that's kind of where it began, Dale. And um, uh, so Throughout my career I would always volunteer to go up to the high school and speak to classes about uh generally about financial type things, junior achievement type stuff. Um but then sometimes, you know, many times it would morph into uh how to present yourself uh and things that a person needed to do in order to um uh, you know become successful. You know, you you got to you got to be a well-rounded individual. You can't just be, you know, perfect in one area and then let the other four go, you know. So uh, but I think that's where the where it all started. Um, Just the love of people that I have for people that I have and uh, just kind of the background. And it just all kind of culminated into um, into information uh, that, uh, you know, that helped me write this book.
1: Yeah, I imagine if this was a course that was mandatory in every high school. It changed the world.
2: Wow. I appreciate that. You know, uh, I, I, that's about the way I felt when I was writing this book, Dale, um, this information was, and and I I can't take credit for the information. I've, I've lived a life and this information, actually I was on vacation, um, just by myself, uh, And I was reading another book, believe it or not, the book was called You Were Born for This by Bruce Wilkinson. Wonderful book. And uh, as I was reading that book, all of a sudden, all this information started just flooding my mind. And for 10 minutes, thankfully, I had a piece of paper and a pen. And for 10 minutes, I wrote down all the information that was coming to me. And I really believe that the Lord gave me that information. And so as I got finished uh, looking at that, I looked at, I had five points with five different topics under each subject. And I thought, gosh, this kind of looks like a table of contents of a book. So um, got home, didn't do anything with it and actually pitched it in a drawer. I finished reading the book. You were born for this. And, um, but I had a conversation with a, lady at the bank who works with me. She said, Mark, have you read any good books lately? And I said, well, uh, the last one I'd read was three years ago. It was called You Were Born for This, but I loved it. And she said, well, I'm going to get it. She was so excited that I, from what, from what I had said about it. So it made me go back home and pull the book out of the drawer three years after I had read it wow. to, to look at it one more time. Well, I pulled the book out and I opened it up and I looked down and these notes that I had taken three years prior to, and I, the one that I thought looked like a book, Table of Contents. And so I started, I said, Oh my goodness, I said, I better get these on word processor before, or on my computer, save them into Word before I lose them. And uh, all of a sudden, just, it just was like a lightning bolt that hit me the strongest nudge that I have ever had in my life. And I felt like the Lord said, sit down and start writing a book. So at that minute I sat down January 2nd, 2017 started writing the book and, um, uh, yeah. And he just, he just kind of guided me all the way through it. This is my first book. And, um, uh, so great. Uh, I mean, it was a, a an attempt. I didn't know what I was doing, but he got me there. And, and three and a half years later, uh, you know, we finally got it in print. And, uh, so I, I just feel like it's something that the Lord wants out there. And, and, and I'm excited to, to, I feel like this is my calling now, my ministry. And, uh, I, I just want to, I just want it in as many hands as possible just to give them information.
1: Yeah what so what that's kind of the mission of this book is just to make an impact for we say young people but really anybody anybody you're
2: right yeah. yeah you're right you know and I'm picking up things as I go through it you know yeah I, my name is on the front cover of the book I wrote the book but it is information that it is it is very simple fundamental information that anybody can pick up and, and use now, yes, it is for young adults, um, but it, it's really to provide, you know, the quickest the quickest way from point A to point B is in a straight line. We all know that in, in finance, in your social life, in preparing for a job, in your physical health, spiritual health, which are the that embodies the book. But the quickest way to success in any of those uh, chapters or topics is in a straight line. Now, life we know is not a straight line. I mean, that's, but we don't have to go over here a half a mile and over here a half a mile. If we can stay close to that path and yeah, sure. We're going to get off of it a little bit, but if we're not too far off, then you can bounce back on. If you've got some good guidelines or good boundaries uh, in these, with these principles. And that's what these principles are just very basic, simple guidelines to help you get from point A to point B and save thousands, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on the bar- borrowing side, uh, you know, just talking about finance. But, you know, from everything, Dale, presentation is everything, you know. So there's so many things that we're just trying to help young people and anybody who reads this book avoid the pitfalls get off to a good start and um, and then just follow that correct path that will take them, get them to where they want to go quicker.
1: Yeah. You know, we've talked about obviously this book since you started it. This is and I'm going to go off track for a minute because I think my the people listening to this will remember this story for me because I didn't hear you I've never heard you say what you just said about. See, and I, I'm going to go back because it's really it's kind of give give me chills. Yeah, I was listening to audio cassettes eight hours a day on the assembly line at IBM for three years. You know, when trying to figure out how to build a team, which right. the majority of our audience is, you know, team builders, network marketers, and listening over and over. And I remember I had to be there at six o'clock one morning and I got there early. I was working from six to 12 on a Saturday. And I hadn't thought about any of this, but I got there early and I'm thinking, how do we systemize this step by step? How do we put it in a system that it can be taught? And I'm sitting there and it was like, my mind opened up and it just started coming. And I'm grabbing wow. those repair cards and I'm writing as fast as I can. I'm writing it like it's coming to me. Yeah, and It was like launch your business, retail to recruit, two-step recruiting process, distributor retention program, creating leads. It was those five topics. Oh, and my goodness. It, it, yeah, so but that oh, yeah. happened to me. so I've never known anybody that has experienced something like that and I've shared that over the years wow. and people think they'll but that's exactly what happened to me. That day was the most defining day for me in the history from that point forward
2: right So it's oh. kind of
1: cool that you had that same similar experience because I had no idea that had happened.
2: Oh wow! That that yeah, and, I, and same here. I didn't know that it happened yeah. to you, but that that's, I, mean, that's I got amazing.
1: my five, yeah. and it's the same five things I teach today. Yeah. You know, technology's changed a little bit, but the same five principles are the same five principles. The five principles in this book really are the key. I mean, there's there's nothing else. There's the five, five principles things. of life. You're right. That's right. It'll you, put you on the right financial path. There's no question. So it's kind of cool that we discovered this. This to me, this made this worth it, you know.
2: Oh yeah, that's great. I, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm glad you shared that.
1: Yeah. So, so you, we'll cover the five the five principles, but but people have got to read the book to really get the the the, the true depth of everything, right? And the simplicity.
2: And that's that's what that's the beauty of the book, I believe, is, is the simplicity in it. You know, life, life is hard. I mean, it, life is tough because there's curveballs that come. But we don't want to make it any harder than we have to. So if we can just implement uh, some basic sound fundamental principles and build our life around these five principles that that I talk about in the book. And it, it's nothing new. Dale, as you, as you know, it's nothing new, but it takes everything. It takes that journey. It takes that and it provides it in a very simple map for people to take one step at a time. You know, baby step, depending on where you are in your life and your, your marriage, your career, whatever. It, it's You can take baby steps and and. Uh, just follow these simple principles and, it, and you will get there and you will uh, you will get there quicker. Um, you may you may even have a, a, a better job. You may be able to get a, a job quicker because of some of these principles you you will save on the borrowing side. You will save hundreds of thousands of dollars if you just implement if you make two good choices in buying a home. I can t- I can show you how to save fifty thousand dollars on buying a vehicle. So there's so many, it, 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 but it all starts with making the right choice up front. That's so right. that's that's kind of that's where that's that's the key.
1: It's it's deciding you're going to live within this philosophy, this framework. You know, it's be, you know, this is the path that I'm going to go down. And I'm going to, like you say, you're going to get off here and there, but this is the fundamentals. This is the path, you know, because what happens, people try to take shortcuts and they get 20 miles down the road and they all oh, the bridge is out. There's a dead end down here because they tried to take a shortcut. Yeah. You know, I, I do a, a podcast like from Atlanta to Kentucky because I know, I know that road. I know every exit. We travel it all the time, as you know. And it's like you, you stay on seventy five. There is no shortcut. You know, and that's and it's the same concept here. All right. The, the first thing you talk about in is social skills. And you have several different topics here, but the one I would like you to expand on just a little bit because I think you're a master at it. Like I can't go anywhere in Kentucky with you ever since I've known you where you're not shaking somebody's hand, how you doing, everywhere we go. So one of the topics is develop a network, and you've obviously done that. And in our business, and in our audience, I think anything that you could share would probably be very helpful if, if you want to expand yeah, on that. Yeah,
2: well, sure. You know, I, I guess, you know, it is part of my personality. I, I'm an extrovert, so... Uh, my wife is an introvert, so we we get along very well. Uh, but I think that's, you know, number one, that's that's a part of it. Uh, the extrovert side of me. I like going out. I like talking to people. I like meeting new people. Um, I, I will. I'll go back to seventh grade here real quick and kind of tell you kind of where. And I, so I grew up in Kentucky, went to school at Moorhead State. So I, in Kentucky, I work in Kentucky. So that's a big benefit for me um, over, you know, my lifetime meeting a lot of people from Kentucky. But one of my my social studies teacher back in seventh grade had us learn every county and county seat that um, was in the state of Kentucky. And we got the most counties of anybody. And we're one of the smaller states. But we had to learn. Them. Well, for some reason, I just fell in love with that and studied them and studied them and really just kind of retrained myself and kept uh, memorizing these things up through college. And so it became something that I really knew. And I can't quote y'all 120 of them now, but that one thing, this my point is that one thing has started more conversations for me. Just the other day I was talking to a lady who uh job we, we needed some employees through Moorhead State. Uh, job fair up there and she and and I asked her one of my main my first questions to anyone is you know where are you from and she said well I'm from a little town down in a little county or uh, town down in southeastern Kentucky from uh, I'm from uh, Boone County no what was Owsley County I said oh you live down Booneville she said my gosh how do you know that So anyway, it was just one of those things. I took an interest in what she, where she lived. And so, yeah, I may have known somebody from there, but I may not have, but just, just the fact that I knew kind of where she grew up and where it was located was kind of amazing to her. And, and to me, it was just, you know, something that I've always done, but that's just one conversation. That's just one little thing that can kind of get a conversation going. And then, Again, living here in Kentucky, a lot of times I will uh, be able to follow that up with somebody that I know in that county or whatever, and oh yeah, I'm kin to them. And next thing you know, you got a conversation rolling, everybody's comfortable, and but that's probably been the one uh, neat thing that, that I've been able to use, um, you know, to my advantage over
1: time. So that you learned in the seventh grade. It's seventh grade, yeah. But, it, but everybody that's listening, that is a phenomenal tip. If you want to really expand your network, especially in your community, your state, learn that. Right. Learn that. We can yeah. all do that.
2: Yeah, you, exactly. It would, yeah, everybody could do it. You know, by you start right now. By next Saturday, you know every one of them, and you know where they're located, and that could get you a good start to con- open up the door on a conversation. So well, that
1: makes that makes sense. <laughs> At Chapter Two, you get into all the financial uh, and. And maybe if you give people a tip or two just on borrowing smart. I love that topic. I mean, you get into several topics, but one is borrowing smart. You talk about credit cards financing a car, financing a home. Anything you'd like to share there? Well,
2: you know, it's just the the, the whole idea on with money is on the borrowing side you wanna you wanna borrow less, pay it back quicker. So you're winning two ways there. You're you're borrowing less money, so you're spending less money. Whatever you borrow, you have to pay back. And then if you can pay it off quicker, you're saving all kinds of interest. So you're winning two ways when you borrow less money. Same thing with a vehicle. Why buy a $50,000 vehicle when you can buy a $10,000 vehicle, pay it off in three years versus seven years, you know, save over $50,000 in that process. So that's... The compounding interest on the borrowing side, the longer you've got money borrowed <clears throat> or the longer that money is on the books, whether you owe it, you're paying more. You know, if, you, if, if you've got more, that money on the books in your pocket, in your account, in your 401k, then it's making you money. So we want to get off the borrowing side of the ledger as quick as possible and put that money to work for you over on the savings side of the ledger. And it's just as simple as that. They, I'll just t- tell you real quick, you know, I'm a banker, so I'm trying to make money for my bank. Um, and I, I got my boss's stamp of approval, and he gave me a, a recommendation on the back of the book. But I had to have his approval because the financial chapter is considered a consumer advocate chapter. It shows you how to save money. Uh, it shows you how to save, uh, cut your insufficient funds fees you know, one overdraft, one overdraft, $34. I've seen people pay me thousands and thousands of dollars a year on overdraft fees, $34 at a time. And it's just, it, you know, yeah, we want to make money, but we don't want to make money that way, but it, it happens. So that's the key. Borrow, you know, borrow less, be smart with your money, live within your means. There's a, I love using the the examples, couple uh, couple one, couple two, and couple three, Dale. We talk about um, couple one doing a certain thing, borrowing less money, paying it back quicker. Couple two, uh, borrowing it to the max that the loan officer said, hey, you can afford up to whatever. And, you know, the couple runs out and, and grabs the most expensive house they can find that they can afford based on two incomes. And it's just literally hundreds of thousands of dollars it's going to take for them to, to pay it back. So anyway, just throw that little teaser out there and, uh, you know, just uh, but I think people would be uh, amazed at, uh, at some of these examples.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, then you get into job preparation? And if somebody has just come out of college uh, looking for a job, I mean, everything when you get into humility and manners and, and uh, your cover letter of your resume. I mean, it's just the interview. It's phenomenal. Uh, my, my audience is anti-job, which, you know, which I'm anti-job, as you
2: know. <laughs> I've heard that from you a few times.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, but from an entrepreneurial standpoint, and I'd like you to just talk on this for a minute, whatever you feel comfortable uh, sharing, I know that you uh, have invested in real estate from for years, and just anything you want to share that you think this audience might might find valuable there.
2: Yeah, you know, I um, my, I saw my dad and my mother both work in a in a career you know at a career. Mom was a teacher, dad was in business for uh, forty two years, and. Um, I saw him go to a job nine to five, travel a lot. I knew I didn't want to do the traveling side of it, but, uh, but I saw that. So that's, I I learned that. And I learned that you got up every day and you put on a tie and you went to work and, you know, that, that was just part of my family. And, um, but I also had relatives, my grandfather being one, um, that were entrepreneurs. And even though they, 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 did the nine to five maybe in their own grocery store or their own bank or whatever. They also, uh, had side hustles, they call it now. Um, uh, my grandfather was also in, in real estate. Uh, now my father didn't do anything on the side until he, till the typewriter actually went out and he invested into a dynamite company uh, at the urging of a friend. And, um, and then, Wow. You know, end up selling it just last year and did very well. So those those I always I've always enjoyed. Number one, I enjoy getting up out of bed and I enjoy going to work. Um, But I knew that the nine to five was not all that I wanted. And I knew the nine to five wasn't going to get me to where I wanted to go as quickly as I wanted to get there. So I knew as I was loaning money to people who were buying duplexes and fourplexes, um, I saw that uh, they were making some pretty good money. And the and not only were they paying their debt down, their appreciation on the property was going up. So they were winning two ways. So I saw that and I thought, man. I, so I, I had one of my customers. Uh, and I said, Hey, you mind teaching me the real estate business? He said, sure. I'll sell you a house. <laughs> so so he sold me my first house, $11,000. And uh, so he said, after two years, he said, how do you like it? I said, I love it. He said, if you can collect rent in this area, he said, you're going to be in it for life. And I said, well, all right, so I'm going to buy me another one. So that's how we got started. Very small, and, and Dale, I've taken it slow. I haven't gone out there and borrowed a bunch of money to, you know, to do things, but I have enjoyed, I have absolutely loved the relationships that I have built with people in the rental business. And I have loved what it has been able to do for me and my family, as far as a provide for me in my, you know, in my retirement, whenever that comes up. So, uh, but absolutely love real estate and it dovetail perfectly with the bank because when you're taking rental applications it's just like taking a a loan application and you know had the not only the background of of the finance but also knowing you know the the uh i guess the beauty of living in a community and knowing the people and knowing who you could trust and who you could and that kind of thing so Yeah. yeah but but yeah i have always loved the um oh i've I've looked at you over my years and thinking, man, what freedom, you know, there's freedom in this. And, but I know there's also 20 hour days too. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you know, when it's yours, when it's yours, it's it, it 20 hours, Hey, I can do it, you know, because it, I'm working for me and I love it. So yeah. that's the way I feel about real estate and uh, you know, and even writing this book, Dale, it's uh, you know, it's uh, to me, it's the, it's the Lord's work but uh, it, there's a business sense to it, you know? So that is another entrepreneurial type thing that I've really enjoyed. And Christy's helped me with it. And, uh, you know, I've got my strengths in, in, in this and she's got her organizational strengths and, you know, we work together well in that. So, uh, yeah, it's been, I, I've, I, I just couldn't do the nine to five. I do. I, I do have an entrepreneurial spirit in me and I've really enjoyed that part of my life.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I tell people, you know, the ultimate goal, and I don't care what business model you're using, but ultimately you want to get to a point where you can live a very comfortable lifestyle without receiving a check from another company. Exactly. You're, you're, through your investments, you can live a comfortable lifestyle. That's when you've made it.
2: That's it. You get off the rat, you know, get out of the rat race. That's right.
1: I mean, until, until you're there, I don't care what, I don't care how much you're making a month from like in, in network marketing, there's some huge incomes that can be created, but it doesn't matter because until you're in a situation where you don't need that check from your company to live a comfortable life, you have not made it. And, and so you know i've talked about the five steps and then the sixth one that i down here is that's ultimately where you're trying to get to where you got rental property you know maybe you've got you know a, a, a cabin in gatlinburg that's somebody else is taking care of every month and they're collecting it and they're renting it and they just send you a check every single month Right. You know, and when and when you when you get in that situation, no matter what kind of business you're in, then you've made it, mm-hmm. and you're not there until that happens. That's now right. You're, you're right on with that. I'm trying. I'm
2: trying to get there. <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: it, the chapter five is is probably the most important, uh, and and that's spiritual health, and you know, I, I've said, and people on this podcast have heard me say that. You know, that there's some people are so, uh, so heavenly minded that there are no earthly good. And if you're going to be out of balance, that's probably the place to be out of balance in your life is taking care of that. Yeah. Your spiritual life. And it's it's more important. But uh, so, I mean, see, you've been part of my support structure for years. And hopefully, I have yours. Oh, yeah, you know. And for those of you that don't know, Mark's my brother in law, uh, he married my sister, which I actually wrote the forward in the book, which you will read. Uh, and but but you know, I mean, the 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 family that we have, you know, my parents, it's uh. We're so blessed, you know. Oh, amen.
2: Yeah, I I got the best in laws in the world. I've I've always said that. Yeah, but yeah, and Dale, it's you know, like you said, it is the most important part because you know, like my dad always said, "short time here, long time gone," and uh, but we, what I've tried to do is is give a couple of of uh, easy basic principles to follow in you know, people pray and and they, well, did God hear me or did he not hear me? Well, there's, there's, there's gotta be a place in the Bible uh, that tells us how to pray. And there is, there's a scripture that's in there. And I talk about that and it takes you right through it. And then, so what I've done is tried to take those six parts, uh, basically of the Lord's prayer and, and go down through each one of those and explain in, in very simple easy to understand terms of, of, you know, my belief of the scriptures and what I've been taught over my lifetime. And, um, and, you know, there's just, there's certain key principles that the Lord wants us to, um, uh, to, to do in order to, to be heard in, in order for him to hear, hear us. So we've got to unlock the keys. And, and I talk about uh, the two that, actually get that phone line going to, to the Lord. So, um, and, and again, there's some scripture in there, obviously. Uh, one other thing, Dale, that I, I, what I really like about the book is that the, the salvation prayer is in the book. And so what, you know, a lot of us sometimes have a hard time. It's, you know, like uh, bring it up, uh, you know how are you doing spiritually, or you know that kind of thing. Sometimes that's a sensitive subject because you know everybody's got the choice to worship how they want to. And but you know this is a good ministry tool, and that's kind of what I feel like it, it is for for me and Christy and, and uh, our family. And you know Barbara has bought very so many copies and been handing them out right and left to people, and they can they can go through this book. They can get on their knees. They can ask for forgiveness and they're saved right there. You know, so it's a ministry tool. It's almost like a a track, but it's a, you know, it's a, it's a book. Uh, But, uh, but anyway, that's another way people can use that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. But Mark, we've been talking a lot about financial success and simplified success. Isn't money the root of all evil? (laughs) Well,
2: you know what, the Lord talks about money literally more than any other subject in the Bible. And, uh, the, the love of money, there you the go. Of all evil, the that's, greed, right. that's where you get into the greed side of it and doing, people right. wrong and, you know, that sort of thing. So, you know, I, I just feel like if you treat people right and you do what you're supposed to, uh, you make a, an honest living and, uh, you know, you, you sow into the kingdom, you will reap. I, I am a firm, firm believer in the, in the principle of uh, sowing and reaping. And yes. uh, my wife is too. And uh, is, we just we, we try to teach our kids that. And, and anytime I can get that, interject that into a conversation, you know, when I'm when we're kind of heading that way, to me, it's just uh, just an amazing principle that never fails.
1: That's right. You know, I've worked with so many people over the years that have a real – sincere false perception about that that scripture because it's not money's the root of all evil it's Mm. the love of money money makes you more of what you already are if you have a heart to give you'll give more If if you want to support big brothers and big sisters you'll be able to support them even better money is not the root of all evil it's the love of money and there are you know you and if you have love of money and you're in business and you end up on a, a American greed or something you know at some point you're gonna you're gonna you, you're headed for disaster for mm-hmm. sure yeah let's no, uh, it's, go on and on and and we could talk about a lot of stuff but we'll just wrap this up but is there anything that we have not covered that you would want to, t- like like I'm telling you guys, if you follow me, please buy this book. You get one copy, you'll wish you had five because you want to give it to everybody that you know that you really care about. The perfect graduation present. And, and again, I'm not saying this because he's my brother-in-law. Those of you that know me know that. And I wanted to make sure that I told everybody he's, he's my because you're going to get this when Dale wrote the forward, uh, you, know, you know. So I just wanted to be as all up up front with you as I possibly can be. But Mark, what should what have we not covered in this book or not talked about that we should have talked about? You know, I, I think we've we've
2: pretty much covered it. I mean, it's it's the um, you know it, it going back. It's it's values that are grandfathers carried Um, it's, it's values that mine and your parents carried. Uh, But if you go back and yeah, go back to our grandparents, those are the ones that really, well, and the ones before, but you know, in our recent memory, those are the ones that set the values that we, the people that we knew and they, you know, gosh, just, and these five principles uh and the and the five probably five to seven eight topics under each one are you know really just steadfast biblical moral value principles that our grandparents would love to see back in society right now you know live within your means and that's that's probably the number one as far as the financial side of things that's that's the golden rule when, it start, when you start with finance, uh, you know, and your money management, uh, and everything else stems from there. But the the values, I think it's just uh, it's just a reminder of our values that, and we need to get back more so to our values than than we are as a nation right now.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I appreciate you being with me. I've enjoyed this. I'm so glad that we did this because, like the. I cannot believe that your subconscious mind opened up and you're, you're writing this stuff, but it just blows my mind. Cause I know exactly what you yeah. experienced, And that, that was is so it. cool that we unpacked that and, and, co- and covered that. Uh, we'll be heading to Kentucky here in a couple, three or four weeks. So we'll talk to you then. And uh, thank you so much for being with us. And again, the, the website is Mark Ledford books. B-O-O-K-S. Is that yes. right? Yes, yeah, MarkLedfordBooksbooks.com. Mark
2: and my email address, Dale, let me give my email address too okay. Mark Ledford
1: Books at gmail.com. So, Mark Ledford Books at gmail.com. If you if you have anything, yeah. they can contact you if they'd like to. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: All right. Yeah. All
1: right. Thank you. We'll talk soon. All righty. Thank you, Dale. Mm-hmm.
2: Thanks everybody for tuning in.
1: Hey, guys, this is Dale. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, Mark has been a dear friend and awesome brother-in-law, and it was just a pleasure to have the opportunity to talk to him in this type of environment. I really hope you'll go check out his book. Go over to markledfordbooks.com and order a couple of of these books. They'll be phenomenal presents for anyone that you know especially in the early stages of life, high school, graduation, college, graduation, new couples starting out. I can't recommend the book highly enough. Uh, Again, thanks for being with us. I'll be back with you next week on another session of the MLM Success Podcast. You guys have an awesome week.
0: Talk to you then. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.